Hey guys, welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. I'm sitting here annoyed at the Toy Hall of Fame. When I can tell you, I give a crap about the Toy Hall of Fame. There's no reason for me to be annoyed by this. But they just put in the three toys that we'll be inducting into the Toy Hall of Fame this year. But mostly, it was about the toys that didn't make it. This year, American Girl Dolls goes in. Huh? I never had American Girl Dolls, obviously. No. I think I missed it, though. Oh, yeah. We didn't. It wasn't. It's more like my kids type thing. Like, it was way after us. Risk, the board game. Oh, we have that. We play it. Kids love it. Is it good? Yeah. I never played Risk. Me either. Okay. I was more of an operation guy as a kid. I love eh. it. Well, this is very different eh. than that. But Trying yeah. to get the wishbone? Well, the rib was tough. <laughs> uh, the Adam's apple? Uh, and sand, like from a beach or a sandbox, which is the dumbest toy. It's not even a toy. Sand? What? Sand? That's not a toy. But here's where I became irritated for no reason. I don't give a crap about the Toy Hall of Fame. But there were nine other finalists that did not get enough votes from toy industry experts. Battleship. Fantastic. Which battleship should be in over risk. Totally. If we're doing Uh, games. Cabbage Patch Kids. That's so OG. American Girl Dolls wouldn't exist without Cabbage Patch Kids. Yeah. But is it supposed to be a list for current things? No, it's Hall of Fame. Oh, Hall of Fame. Okay. The greatest of all time. Sand? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if sand, then rocks. (laughs) (laughs) Trees. Yeah. Um, He-Man Toys. The pinata. Eddie, I feel, like I feel like your culture was sh- It's not in shunned. there? Yeah. Oh, come on. They got passed over this year. Wow. And then the toy fire engine got passed over as well for sand. That's an OG sand. for sure. For sand. Uh, last year's inductees were Jenga, Sidewalk Chalk, and Baby Nancy, which debuted in 1968 and was one of the very first popular African-American dolls. Oh, cool. When your daughter was younger, did you guys try to find yeah, they doll- make- dolls of color for yeah, your daughter? They make American Girl dolls. That are black. Maybe they do deserve Hall of Fame. <laughs> Amy convinces me here. Yeah, no, even my son got, he got a little, yeah, black boy American girl doll. That's right. Weird. And your was, husband was weirded out by yes, the fact that he, he wanted, wanted a doll. He wanted to carry the American girl doll, which was a boy, <laughs> with him on airplanes and everywhere he went. And my husband was mortified, but eventually got over it because it's like, whatever. My point is, those three are fine, but there are a few that should be in the Hall of Fame already. Battleship was awesome. Battleship, for sure. Cabbage Patch Kids mm-hmm. before American Girl Doll. Um, we did get some calls yesterday that we never got to asking about your kids and if they're ever going back to Haiti. Oh, yes, eventually. I mean, just traveling to Haiti right now in general isn't a good idea to do at all, especially considering that, you know, 18 Americans are still... Are they still being held hostage? Well, I mean, at this point point i haven't seen an update this morning so i don't quote me on it but yes i just assumed no it's not worked out yet they still um, because it's not in the news no that it's worked out no it's just not in the news no there's so much uh craziness there and i get it there's a lot of countries in the world that are suffering in this way but haiti is just near and dear to my heart and it's so close to america that it's wild to think that this is how things are there right now if you're a new listener the 30 second story amy went on a mission trip to haiti fell in love with a kid at an orphanage. Then it was a second kid. Yeah. Well, we decided we'll, we'll adopt older children yes. instead of a newborn domestic baby because there's and a need for older children. We're over 30 seconds now. Oh, we are. <laughs> okay. Well, and then, yeah, five, six years later, we finally adopted. But, yeah, we're not going to be going back anytime soon, it doesn't seem, because it's there. I mean, my I have American friends there or organizations that have American people there, and they're advising them, get out. So I have friends that are booking flights, getting out of Haiti, because you have a target on your head for possible kidnapping and then like they say if you absolutely do need to go don't rely on the united states for any help whatsoever the embassy's shutting down or it already has um did they murder the president too well yes he was assassinated several months ago 
And I... Go, hey, good morning, guys. Starting your day with a fresh cup of coffee and a smile. And <laughs> one of my friends that works closely down there, she's like, well, we were told, you know, we had a meeting and they said, if we go, then we need to leave behind a DNA sample with our family, create a safe word with your family. So that way, if you are kidnapped, you can say the word and they'll know that it's actually you. And then also make your funeral arrangements. What Just if earth? you go to Haiti? It's literally on a slide, like a st- like a slide show of like, if you choose to go part one, if you choose to go part two, and there's just bullet points of like things you need to consider and things you need to do before you go into the country. So you won't be going to Christmas? <laughs> I will not be going because I don't feel like I need, no I Christmas have any life-saving work that needs Oof. to be done there by any means. But I do hope that we, it, you know, calms down there so that my kids can eventually go back. I'd love to take them. <laughs> It is time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I'm a senior in high school. I graduate next June. The deadline for my senior quote is next week, but I have no idea what to use as a quote. I have loved the show for years. Could you guys give me a few ideas? I would love quotes that the show members have used for inspiration. Hmm. Any help at all would be awesome. Thank you, Annie. I was just thinking about quotes. And if I were a senior today, what I would use as my quote. And there was always a lyric to a Counting Crow song that said, when I look at the television, I want to see me staring right back at me. And I was like, that's how I feel like. I remember being a kid hearing that song. When I look at the television, you know, and so, Mr. Jones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I like that one, but that might, might not be for you. Another lyric that I love, because when you say quotes, I think of lyrics. When John Mayer put out Stop This Train, I was about to hit 30. And in my 20s, I was like the whiz kid. They were like, oh, he's only 22 and he's doing radio. He's like, but I'm not that anymore. I'm just Now I'm just a normal adult. But I was always the youngest to do everything. And he has a line that goes, um, I'm so bad at getting older. I'm only good at being young. And I was like, dang, that's the only thing I'm good at. I'm really not good at anything except being the young person to do it. Like that to me, obviously John Henry, give me liberty, give me death. You know, that's a big one. But I don't, you know, as far as growing up and being a senior, you just can't go wrong with one of the MLK quotes. You just can't go wrong with, he's got so many good, like darkness. And I'm going to paraphrase here, but darkness doesn't push out darkness. Light does. That's a completely paraphrased version of that because I'm going off the top of my mind here. You can't go wrong with, you know, a real inspirational quote too. Amy? Well, I've got one from Oprah that I've used before in love, and it's sometimes you find out what you are supposed to be doing by doing the things you are not supposed to do. And feel like it's fitting for that time in your life, graduating and moving on to the next thing. I'm confused about that one. <laughs> but I think you're... I, Oh, I thought I feel like you would feel this one. No, I just didn't understand it. Sometimes you find out what you were supposed to be doing by doing the things you were not supposed to do. Like you have things that lead up to it that you're like, what? What is this even? But it all is leading to what you were supposed to do. This is for high school. So like embrace every moment. Okay. So it's twelfth grade. So some guys gonna be like, party on. Right, right, right. That's that's where I was leaning towards. Go ahead. Yeah. So I think like Wooderson from Days and Confused said it best, which is Matthew McConaughey, and I think he still says it too. It's just keep living. You know what I'm saying? And on a, in a yearbook, like that's what you do. And you got to say it just like McConaughey. Just keep living. The MLK quote is, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Okay. Like 
that's that's like, better than just keep living. Yeah, Morgan, you're way younger than us. <laughs> like, what kind of quotes are you looking at here? Hello Kitty. What are we no, doing here? I, it would be Disney quotes. Uh, exactly. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Not Hello okay. Kitty, but okay. Disney has so under many one-liners. Oh, that's good too. Right. Yeah. It's it's not under a the whole sea. new world. Mm. Circle <laughs> of life. The one that I really like is from Snow White, and she says, "Remember, you're the one who can fill the world with sunshine." And I think that's a perfect classic Disney quote. That's a good wow, one. I really like good. it. That's a good one. Okay, look, Annie, we probably didn't help you out there, except to say that find your lane and Google it. If you want inspirational quotes, if you want, you could do believe Ted Lasso. Yeah. Ah. Is that what he says? Mm-hmm. That's right. Are, are high school kids watching Ted Lasso? Is that like a thing? Here's the thing about me and high school kids. I have no idea. <laughs> no. Yeah, I know. I have no hey, idea. What that's I, a good thing. Okay. Yeah, I, you you I know, know the thing about me and high school kids? Mm-hmm. Okay. They never get so, older? So, <laughs> no. Uh, hey, speaking of M- McConaughey. <laughs> but I was, uh, Ed, I, I was next to a 19-year-old. I didn't even know how old he was. He looked 13. But he's some 19 famous kid, 19 years old. And I'm like, he's 19. I'm 40. You hear stories of... 40-year-old, 50-, 60-year-old men that they end up dating 19-year-old girls. And I'm like, did they see them in these as these little girls? Because this looked like a, a young boy to me. But clearly he's an adult. But I was like, You're t- I could date him. I'd be one of those weird stories where I'd be the 40-year-old dating him. But it was so, it was just, I don't know. My mind was blown that anybody could ever be with a, a kid when they're older. There you go. My mind was blown <laughs> that anyone could be with a kid when they're older. It's a weird There's quote, a Amy. quote right there. It's a weird That's one. the one. <laughs> It's a, that's that's tough. What's his uh, what's his name? Asher Angel. He's some kid superstar. You could do like when you leave the locker room at Notre Dame, you slap they slap the top of the yeah. above the door play, play like, like a champion, champion today. I have on top of my door at home. Don't get canceled today. Oh, so every, oh every, every morning when I walk line. out, I slap it before I come and do this show. <laughs> Don't get canceled today, and I slap it and come in this room. <laughs> Andy, we didn't help you that much, but Google what like area you like, and there's a million good ones there. All right, thank you for emailing us. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. They created the country music artists tier list. So basically, people voted God tier, top tier, mid tier, and low tier. Oh, wow. They're all superstars. But who in country music goes into the God tier in you guys' minds? Go. Garth. George Strait. Those two are both yeah. on. There, there are five total. Dolly. Mm-mm. Shania. Oh, yes. Because those are the three from the 90s. Okay. You can't really have a conversation about the biggest music in the 90s without those three. Kenny Rogers and Alabama. Oh, yeah. They make the God tier. What's crazy about Alabama is they're doing their 50th anniversary tour right now. Not 50 years old. 50th anniversary as, as a, a band. That's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. The top tier, Johnny Cash. Oh, wow. Alan Jackson. Reba, The Chicks, and Brooks and Dunn. Wow. So top tier is still big. Mid-tier, Willie Nelson, Randy Travis, Kenny Chesney. I'm surprised that Chesney's not higher. Yeah, I thought I would have put Chesney in the top tier because he can sell out arenas. Stadiums. Stadiums, Stadiums, man. football stadiums. Again, I'm not the biggest Chesney guy. Like I said, I like Chesney's slow songs and then half of his beach stuff. I'm just not a beach guy. I'm not a Mexico go to Mexico and I am. Right. I'm yeah. definitely a no shoes nation guy. That that whole beach country music thing doesn't hit me because I didn't grow up near a coast. Hmm. But like I like Jake's songs that aren't beach. You don't like uh, Zach Brown like Toes? Oh yeah, fine. Oof, it's good stuff. I don't relate to beach music in any way whatsoever. <laughs> I relate to being from the country. No, country music was the first music that talked about where I came from. 
it didn't always talk about how I felt as a kid because when I was a kid, country music was a little more mature. When I was 12, actually adult people sang adult songs. Mm. But it talked about small towns and rural areas like where I was from. I'm from Mount Pine, Arkansas, which is 700 people. Where alternative music, why I related it so much, it talked about what I was feeling, sad. Yes. Like that. So those were my two big influences, 90s country first, and then alternative because it talked about where I was from and how I felt. In the low tier, which is unfair because these are all massive stars, Carrie, Rascal Flatts, Taylor, Luke Bryan, Keith Urban. Yikes. I feel like Taylor and the Flats are a little under. Mm-hmm. They miss anybody. Well, yeah. Well, where was Dolly on there? She's well, not? She didn't make the list. Oh, that was that's a miss. But did Dolly Disgrace. ever tour massively? Uh-oh. I wonder. I don't know because I wasn't alive. I don't. Rem- I-, I can't remember a big Dolly tour. I can remember her touring. I saw her once, but it was a small theater show. She was doing like comedy and stuff. Okay. I think Eric Church should be on there somewhere. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Eric Church was left off the list. Yep. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What about, I mean, if you're going to put Luke, though, you almost got to put like an Aldine. Like, that's like his counter. Or like a Blake. I guess. Nobody's wrong. We're just guessing. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. Bobby Bonchamp. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Trevor of Old Dominion learned how to play the accordion for their song, I Was on a Boat, that day. And it was a complete surprise to the rest of the band. We were getting ready to play I Was on a Boat that day, and Matt looked over, and I was holding the accordion. But yeah, it just surprised the guy. So, and you know what? I'm actually, it was really fun to learn it new was instruments. Awesome. It's been a long time. It so. It's been confirmed. Dolly Parton is reuniting with her 9 to 5 movie co-stars, Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin, on their Netflix series, Grace and Frankie. The episode featuring Dolly will air in early 2022. Tennille Towns shared her favorite part about touring with Brothers Osborne. The brothers just never give up on an audience. They're so entertaining to watch, and I'm such a fan of their music. It's been really fun getting to share the bill and be up there with Travis Denning, and we all get to sing a song in their set, which is really fun. I'm Morgan Number 2. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. There's a courthouse in Jacksonville, Florida, and the Friday right before Halloween, they looked at the docket and said, wow, we have 11 families coming in for adoption, so let's do something special. And what they did was they decorated the entire courtroom in Halloween stuff, balloon eyeballs and witches cutouts and stuff like that. And everyone that was involved in the court got dressed up as well. So the kids found out they got dressed up too, so everyone was dressed up for Halloween. Pretty that's cool. Awesome. Yeah, that's uh, Whenever you adopted your kids, we weren't all dressed up like Halloween, but your your family was dressed up in Dallas Cowboys jerseys. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, we all had jerseys. Well, the kids had jerseys yeah, on, yeah, yeah. and they were labeled one, two, three, four in the age of their, their order of their ages. Has anything changed? Mm, no. Like, everything's just official. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, my six-year-old kid that we adopted, he, his demeanor has changed. He is just walking around now with more security. Like, I think before everything, he was just kind of wishy-washy. I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen with my life. Now, I mean, it's almost like he walks in, kicks his shoes off, and just sits on the couch like, this is my home. And you can just tell in his demeanor. It's really cool. That's awesome. That's a great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. This is very exciting news for our phone screener, Abby. She has been invited to sing somewhere, right? Yes. Oh, what's the situation? So I'm doing the half marathon. I'm running it um, November 20th. Okay. And they reached out to me and asked if I wanted to sing the national anthem before. Wow. Oh, that's amazing. What? Yeah. How many people? So they said there's going to be about 17,000 runners. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's so a I smile, Amy smile, and Eddie smiling. Lunchbox's hand is on his forehead. Oh, boy. Yes, Here I know. Have they heard her sing? Oh, God. <gasps> what do you mean? Guys, 17,000 people in a city of country music. They could get anybody, and they want phone screener Abby to sing. They, oh, they, they've heard her sing, right? I mean, I did think about that, too. I was like, out of everybody in Nashville. But I exactly. think it's because I'm running the race, and I'm a St. Jude hero. So they wanted to pick someone. Ooh. Oh, so it's a sympathy involved because <laughs> you're a hero. So they're like, oh, okay. you're doing us a solid. We'll do you a solid. Are, are you going to sing the national anthem? Oh, yeah. I'm going to do it. Oh, my gosh. I said yes. Why of do you keep going? Oh my gosh! I think she can sing. This is okay. amazing. Right. You don't think she can sing? Not very well. Okay, no. so he's heard me <laughs> sing here, and I I wasn't that great. I will admit. I when thought I was you were just fine. I thought your audition was pretty good. Okay, okay pretty good is not good enough to be singing in front of seventeen thousand people. When there are seventeen thousand people there, you need to be excellent. Are you practicing oh, the national boy. anthem? Yes, I've been practicing. Do you want to perform it for us tomorrow morning? I can, yeah. Oh, yes, I can, please. I can, yeah. yeah. Can you if just... If Lunchbox can't talk. I won't talk. To, I would oh, never talk to... he would never interrupt the national Never. Okay. Could, <laughs> could you give us just the first part? Oh, say... Can, can you just give us that first part? Can you see? Right now? Oh, am I singing it with this? No, you don't have to. <laughs> Let her sing it a cappella, right? Just yeah, the first part. I, okay. Are you okay with doing it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just the first part. Go ahead. Oh, say, can you see? Hold. Gosh, dang it. Why? You didn't like that? What? That's no, fine. No, it was shaky. Okay, we'll do it again. Do it again. Here we go. Do you want the music or no? No, that's okay. Okay. Oh, say, can you see? Okay, hold, 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 hold. What's wrong? Guys, that, nothing guys, wrong with we it. We need music under it. <laughs> what do you mean? But she's not going to get music during the show, during yeah, the, the performance. Yeah, it's... That's it's acapella. Not, that's not. Yes, like when you're in an typical. arena, they play the music. You no, know. but they're not in an arena. They're going to be out running. Uh, it's right? outside. Mm-hmm. Right. How do you feel? About, I just want the intro because I'm gonna let you. I don't want you to sing the whole song because you're probably not warm. How do you feel about that? That time. It was okay. I mean, I just feel like I get shaky, but that's just because I'm in like a small room right now. Yeah, only a small room. At seventeen thousand, it's gonna be so much easier. Back up from the mic. <laughs> back up. Just back up a little bit. Yeah. Take a couple deep breaths, and just give me. Oh, say, can you see? Okay. Oh, say, can you see? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Why is everybody crying right now? You're just letting her say like three words. I know, because I don't feel like she's ready to sing the whole song. I just threw this on her. Okay. Is she going to do the whole thing? Tomorrow morning. That way she can wake up. She can get loose. She can get out of bed. Oh, say, can you see? Yes. What if St. Jude retracts their offer? (laughs) Oh, are you scared of that possibly happening? They wouldn't. You'll perform it tomorrow morning? Uh-huh. Yep. I got it. I got it. Okay. Woo! There she is. And it'll be a bigger room, so she won't be as nervous. We'll bring her into the main room. She's Ooh, in the glass room right now. Cool. We'll bring her to the main room, put you on the performance mic, and we'll let you sing the national anthem. Okay. Okay? Can we give yep. her a little reverb? A little reverb? Yeah, can Why? we give some She's reverb? She's not going to have reverb Yes, she will. Race. Natural reverb when it's outside. Yeah, they will. Okay, tomorrow morning <laughs> at this time, Abby will sing the national anthem. Okay, good? Yes! Okay. <laughs> okay. Amy, why did you go to Austin over the weekend? Oh, my mother-in-law, we were celebrating her 75th birthday. And how was it? I mean, it was awesome. We just went to dinner. We went to like um, a nature, on a nature hike through town, went and saw birds. <laughs> you know, things that me and 75-year-olds like to do. <laughs> and trip there was good? Yeah, no, it was amazing. It was in and out. I think I was there like less than 24 hours, but my flights down were easy. I just had like... A awkward experience on one of my flights like the the guy next to me 
which I know people do this sometimes. They cough or maybe make noises or put a bag in the middle seat or try to be obnoxious so that nobody sits in the middle seat. But he was in the window. I was in the aisle. No one was in the middle. And he kind of hit me on my arm. was like, hey. I was like, what? He goes, let's cough so that nobody takes the middle seat. The flight's not full. I already checked. And I was like, you, you're, you're, you're asking me to join you in your efforts to like get Fake, someone. you to- might have COVID. Yes. Yeah, like and it. so I was like, Ugh, I'm good. I felt awkward doing it. So he did it though. And it worked. We had nobody in the middle seat. <laughs> Perfect. Genius. But yeah. you didn't know him. I didn't know him. That's a weird thing to ask somebody you don't know. Hey, Bones, let's, I do it all the time. Let's cough together. <laughs> stranger to keep yeah, people from he's sitting like, here. Hey, you want this middle seat open? Don't you? Let's cough. So like, what would, what did his cough sound like? <laughs> well, he had on his mask, but I mean, it was just an obnoxious cough. Like just. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. That's good. During COVID, that's messed up. Yes, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's messed up. But, hey, y'all, we did not have anybody in the middle seat, and it was amazing. You couldn't just put a bag there. That's what we do. Listen, I don't know. This is his idea. He's trying to recruit me. And I didn't want to go for it, but it worked, and I was thankful. The most popular baby names of this year are now revealed as we get into November. Like, all this data comes out. Number one for girl and guy are still the same. Olivia and Liam. Oh. Oh. Which which have been forever. Yeah. I mean, these, these... Do you like those names? Yes. Both of them? Yeah. I don't... Yeah. They Pro- feel so hipstery to me. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have a real have a problem with hipster names because it's like, watch, look what I can name my kid. Mm-hmm. That's what these names feel like. Yeah. Olivia and Liam. They don't bother me. Okay. Emma and Noah, number two. Cute. Cute. Yeah, me, I'm cool with those. For some reason, they don't feel as hipstery to me. Uh, Amelia and Oliver. Well, those are hipster. Well, those are like <laughs> 1920s. Mm-hmm. Oliver needs to wear like one of those golfing hats yeah. when he grows up. I think of Oliver Twist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Ava and Elijah at number four for... Those are cute. Yeah. Ava. And number five, Sophia and Lucas. Love them. It does feel like all the really old names are starting to be really mm-hmm. young again. It's just the cycle. I often thought Bobby was a young person's name. And I told Caitlin I have a very young name. <laughs> And she was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, Bobby, it's high, that's as young as can be. And she was like, no, that's like an old man's name. So we looked it up, and I think like 1935 was the peak year for Bobby. <laughs> Here's a voicemail from Danny in El Paso. Morning, studio. It's my son, Noah. It's his sixth birthday. We listen to your guys' show every morning. Me and his brother, um, Eli, who's seven. And both of their favorite person on the show is Raymundo. Uh, and they love his big yeah that he always does. So Noah wanted to call uh, for his birthday and give Ray a big yeah. You. <laughs> Good job. I uh, we appreciate you guys. That was more of a you, but I liked it. Ray, give him on back. Yeah, it sounds like this. Yeah! He'll get there. Yeah. His voice is still changing. It's yeah. probably what it was. He's still yeah, a kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's Kristen in Florida. My son Gavin has a morning corny for Amy. How do lumberjacks keep track of how many trees they cut down? They keep a log. <laughs> Thanks for everything you do in the morning. That's pretty good. Good, yeah. That, I mean, that it, makes me think of the how do trees get onto the internet? They log on. They log on. <laughs> it makes you think of it. It's the same punchline, basically. Yeah. <laughs> the Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So there's this woman that says she's lucky to be alive after a laundry hack that she tried. So she shared on TikTok that she did this hack where you soak a sponge in dry fabric softener. Okay. And then you throw that in the dryer, and that's supposed to replace dryer sheets. But to do what? Like make everything more, like. 
Yeah, so same thing that you use a dryer okay. sheet for. You just do this in the dryer with the sponge. Okay, what happened to the sponge? Well, her dryer ended up catching on fire, oh. and her smoke detector needed batteries, so she's praising her youngest daughter for smelling the smoke and realizing <laughs> it, and her dryer caught on fire. So she's just warning people about this hack, and maybe they shouldn't try it. So are they saying that this laundry hack is what started the fire, or did she have an old crappy dryer? She said that she can't say for sure. But Sounds she, like a dryer problem more than it <laughs> well, does. Well, no, she said, I've never had problems with my dryer before, and then I try this hack, and my dryer catches on fire and almost burns down my house. It also sounds like a Dr. Seuss book. My dryer catches on fire. <laughs> what will I do? Will I walk the wire? Well, another reason that I want to talk about this is I've never even heard of the sponge hack, and if that truly does work, I might try it out. Try it. Yeah, you might happens. end up the bonehead story of the day, <laughs> but I think you should try it. Just watch your dryer. Maybe I will. Okay, so I have a list of celebrities who don't have haters. And when I saw the list that was Ooh, put out, I was like, oh, this is true. Like, these celebrities really don't have haters. I'm going to go Donald Trump. <laughs> oh. Are you okay? <laughs> uh, Dolly. She Ooh. is a number four on the wow. list. Wow. Yeah, Dolly. Uh, the Rock. He's no, not. He's, he's at least not in the top ten that I see here. I'm going to share the top five. Everybody but. loves The Rock for the most part. I love The Rock. The only time people start to not love someone is when they go political, and he sli- he went slight political, Yeesh. but not really. He had a couple posts, but mostly everybody loves The Rock. Yeah. Who else? Someone that you're obsessed with. Keanu Reeves. Yes, yeah. he's on there. Uh, Tom Hanks. Yeah. Mr. Rogers. He's dead. It's kind of hard to hate a dead guy. Yeah, and then Betty White in at number one. Yeah, Betty White's pretty solid. Yeah. She's, she's almost 100. Wow. Whoa. Like her next birthday will be 100, I believe. Crazy. Yeah. What else? So Thomas Rhett was talking on Instagram about if he'd have more kids or not because his wife, she's due this month with their fourth child. And he said, yeah, he probably wants six wow. kids. And that if they were to stop having kids now, he might wake up at 45 years old and think, Man, I should have had five more because he wants to be able to look around the Thanksgiving or Christmas table with the most gigantic family ever. I might wake up at 45 and go, dang, I want one. (laughs) Just one. (laughs) Yeah, well, you're getting there. Yeah, to 45 and and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. This lady, Perry, was pregnant, and she goes into labor only at 25 weeks, which is way early. So her baby was born at one pound, 25 weeks after, you know, like, boom. You're supposed to go 40 weeks. So it's in the NICU for a long time. And as she goes to visit her baby in the NICU, she says, you know what? This is what I want to do for a living. They not only take care of the baby, they take care of the families. Mm. She became a NICU nurse. Wow. Cool. Oh, love Very that. cool. Yeah, good for her. Dang, she was hit by it. And, and, and the baby is two years old now and no defects, living a lo- full life. That's awesome. That's a great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Here is Caitlin in Florida. Caitlin, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Hi, good morning, studio. Morning. morning. I listen to you guys every morning on my way to work, and I can say you are more refreshing than a cup of coffee. I absolutely love listening. And, Bobby, I watched you on American Idol. You are one of the sweetest people I think that I've ever seen. Can't say met, but I really just wanted to tell you guys how much I love and appreciate you all. Yeah, thank you very much. That's a very nice thing to say. Usually it's followed with a but. There's no but here. Is there a but? Not at all. Oh, good. I mean, I was going to say, I was going to 
gonna say all that, but that but there's my but is that I did hear you say that you hate mayonnaise. Um and I really can't agree with that. Yeah, mayonnaise to me is the evil villain of condiments. No, I love it. You know, there's Superman, which is probably ketchup, not my number one, but Superman universally is loved, beloved. Mm-hmm. There's mustard, which is Batman. Like, strong. A, a great second. People that love it are super passionate about it. And then who are they fighting? Mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah, mayonnaise is the bad guy. Ugh. If you like mayonnaise, if you love mayonnaise as your number one, we got issues. Ooh, it's wh- not my number oh. one, but Yeah, I we love got it. issues. No, we got issues. Mayonnaise might be my, my number one. Oh, oh man, we got problems. There's nothing good about mayonnaise. Uh, Caitlin, thank you for calling. Hope you have an awesome day. Yeah, you as well. Thank you. All right, see you later. Nice call there. Let's do the morning corny. The morning corny. What sound does a dizzy turkey make? What sound does a dizzy turkey make? Wobble, wobble. <laughs> 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 wobble, wobble. That wobble. was the morning It sounds more like the hamburger than it does a dizzy. Wobble, wobble. <laughs> wobble, wobble. Rubble, rubble, rubble. Because the turkey's dizzy, so it's wobbling. I like it, Wobble, Amy. wobble. Uh, okay. Hey. Uh, Chaz, are you there? Bobby Bone Show, let's go to Colorado Springs. Chaz. How you doing? Are you ready to play Who Wants to Be a Hundred Air? Sure. Yeah. Come on. You guys want to see who the player is? Yeah. yeah. Right, pick a number one through a hundred, Amy. Fourteen. Lunchbox? Fifty-five. Eddie? Twenty-one. Morgan? Eighty-seven. Do we let Ray players? Is he back in or no? I mean, he's pretty bad. Ray? Think? Thirty-six. Okay. Let me spin the hundred-sided dice. Low number, low number, low number. 43. I don't, I don't ever get it. It's mm, fine. It's not me. It's Ray. Oh, my gosh. Yeah! There's no way. This is ridiculous. You want to ask the caller if they want to change? Yeah. <laughs> Chaz, I, I apologize before we even play the game. Hey, Chaz, uh, you and Ray are going to yeah. team up and play Who Wants to Be a 100 Air next. Okay, buddy? Sorry. <laughs> All right. That worked. Good times. All right. Ray and Chaz try to win money next. Trivia. All right, Chaz is on the phone. Chaz lives in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Before the break, Chaz and Raymundo teamed up. It was luck of the draw, or bad luck of the draw. But Chaz, Raymundo will represent you in Who Wants to Be a 100 Air. Have you ever heard Ray play this game before? I listen to you guys every day. Were you disappointed when you drew Ray as your partner? I don't uh, do, uh, do I have to lie? No, no. tell the no. truth. truth. Uh, yeah, I didn't want him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, let's make some money right yeah. now. All right, let's do the $1 question for Chaz. Here we go. At a restaurant, someone who foots the bill does what? Somebody who foots the bill. It's pretty simple. Pays for the entire tab. Final answer? There it is. Yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. Good. One dollar. That's scary. All right, Chaz, you can quit with one dollar or you can continue on. Keep going. All right. Five dollar question, Raymundo. And the reason Chaz doesn't get to answer them is because listeners Google and they cheat and they've ruined it for listeners that are playing for all time now. Ray, ready? Mm-hmm. The popular children's song, It's Raining, It's Pouring, mentions an old man doing what? Remember this book? Read it a lot when I was a kid. I believe it was read to me before I went to bed, and the old man was always snoring. It's raining, it's pouring. The old man is snoring. That is correct. $5. Ooh. You guys 
were hating on Ray pretty hard. All right, Chaz, you got five bucks in the, the piggy bank. Would you like to keep that money or keep going forward? Let's keep going. Let's What's keep going forward. Monster? All right. What'd he say? Mm. I got a little too excited. I didn't hear what he said. Uh, $10 question. In the United States, Raymundo, what is traditionally the proper way to address a judge? Uh, proper way to talk to a person at court. I honestly, first hearing the question, I had no idea what you were even talking about. So, in the United States, what is traditionally <laughs> He's the, the, He's the proper way to address a judge? If He's... you're going to talk to him, what do you call him? Okay, I get it now. Yeah, I, I just needed to hear it twice. I'm not as good and as as uh, on it as Eddie and Amy. You guys are very smart people. <laughs> it is uh, your honor. Final locked. Yeah. Boop, boop. Your honor is correct. There he is. Okay. <laughs> got 10 bucks. We got a $25 question looming. And he hasn't used a lifeline yet. Wow, shocking. <laughs> Chaz, you want to continue on? Yep. Raymundo, which legal document states a person's wishes regarding the disposal of their property after death? I'll read it again. Which legal document states a person's wishes regarding the disposal of their property after death? First thing that comes to my head is will. That seems like the obvious answer. It's a lower tier question, so I would imagine that's it, but I don't want to get it wrong on such a, a question that I just answered right away. So a deed, that's I believe when they're still alive. Which legal document states a person's wishes regarding the disposal of their property after death? I'm just gonna go with the easy answer. People make a will. And that is your final answer? Yeah. That is correct. Come yeah. on! Chaz, you're 25 bucks. Would you like to keep on to the $50 question? Yes, sir. Raymundo, what does a cobbler make and repair? Uh, cobbler, this is an old-time term, probably uh, back in the day. It's something about uh, in town, there was the guy that did the irons. There was the guy that worked on a bunch of different stuff. I'm not familiar with that. I wouldn't know where to go find a cobbler right now. So because of that, I'm going to use a lifeline. Oh! Okay. What does a cobbler make and repair? Who will you go to for your lifeline? I just don't want to put it on me. I, I kind of think I know, but I want to well, be 100% What certain. would you say? Because I'm not going to accept the answer, but what would you have said? Shoes, but but that's that's not 100% certainty. So I would rather go with somebody in the room. They're a lot older than me. They probably would know something like this. I'm guessing they had cobblers when they were kids. Yeah. <laughs> because of that, I'm going to go with... <laughs> I want to go with Lunchbox on this one. Okay, Lunchbox. Uh, Ray... You should have stuck with your gut. It's shoes. It is shoes. That's correct. Wow. Yes. Let's make some money. There are only two questions left. Oh, my goodness. Chaz, you can either take 50 bucks and walk away right now, or you can press on to the $75 question. What? Let's keep going. <laughs> you okay? I mean, you still have a coin flip, so. I mean, this is, I mean, I haven't heard this game often, but this is the highest I've ever heard someone get. It is the highest. <laughs> Usually, it's Ray playing. In the medical profession, oh, Raymundo, mm -hmm. what do the initials GP stand for? GP. No idea. Ha! Oh, I already no. used the pick a person, so I have the coin flip and I have the paper toss. GP. 
I'm general practitioner is what I would just say without, without, but I'm not, I didn't study medical stuff in school. You didn't? No. <laughs> I studied <weird>. it all. <laughs> I, I, <sighs> so I do the coin and that is and if I get 50, it right. 50, so it's like, it's, I would almost be better off just answering it on my own. If you feel like there's a better than 50% chance, you know it. GP in the medical field. I mean, it honestly has to be what it is that there's, it's really no, unless it's like something with Dennis G. I mean, honestly, that's the only thing that comes to mind. I want to just go with that. What? General practitioner. Are you saying that's your answer? The, that, I mean, that's it. That's all I got. And it's better than a coin flip. What would you put the percentage of general practitioner being the right answer? 80%. Oh, wow. Then you, that, then that's the poker move. Yeah. Play the odds. General practitioner is correct. Let's go! Let's go! Oh my goodness! Okay, where did the $100 question? So we've never, we never gotten there ever. We're Lois and Clark in this baby. It's undiscovered country. (laughs) I mean, and to think he didn't want Ray. Okay, Chaz, you can go for the $100 question, or you can take 75 bucks. I thought he was going to do bad, but let's keep going. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. He has a, Here we go. $75. But he has a 50-50 shot of 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. If, if Ray doesn't get it right, he can, or doesn't know it, he can go to the coin flip. Or he can go to mm-hmm. paper. paper wad, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's hard. Ah. Yeah, I, if I'm picking one of the lifelines before I hear the question, it's got to be the paper. I don't... I would feel more confident in me shooting than just a coin flipping in the air at 50%. Well, let's see what the question has in store for you. <laughs> Raymundo. What's the smallest country in the world located oh. in the southern region of Europe? Right, just go to the lifeline. Dad, there's... Well, think about it. What's the smallest country in the world? Switzerland, but I'm not 100% confident, so not even close. I'm 30%. Switzerland, there's so many over. There's like Latvia, Lithuania. <laughs> yeah, keep going. I'm you know, telling you, there's all kinds of them. I don't... Mm-hmm. The $100 question. You said located where, Buns? In the southern region of Europe. There's so many. It's not one of the big ones. It's not your Italy's or your Germany's, but I mean, there's a handful of them that I have no idea, so I've got to do a lifeline. I can only use one. And it's not the coin flip. It, it has to be the paper talk. Wow. Okay, hard, so let's so set the trash can up and bring Ray in the studio. Oh, that's hard. It's so hard. Can you put the trash can over by the stage, Mike? So if he misses this, no money? No money. No money, honey. Wait, wait, wait. So he thinks the, the, the paper is easier than a coin? It's not. I'll ask the caller. I bet the caller right, would go. You can put it right coin. there. Good. That's good. Where's the Raymundo, come on in. From, right, from behind coming. where Eddie is. Oh, my God. From behind the table. It's terrible. Oh, my God. The answer, would you guys, what would you have guessed? I don't know. I have no Latvia. It sounds good. Yeah, Ray Latvia said it. sounds good. Vatican City. Oh, that's a city? It's a country? That's a country? I mean, country? Didn't yeah. know that. Here you go, Ray. Well, that's tricky. Raymundo, take your paper one. You going to go on paper one? Yeah. I can't believe he... Would you have gone coin flip or paper yes, wide? Yes, coin all the way. I think I would have gone paper wide because I like to bet on me. Coin flip, I have no control over that. At least... Yeah, if, but this paper you barely have control I mean, over. How's this guy feeling? Chaz, 100 bucks on the line. But I'm cheering for you, Ray. How you feeling, Chaz? Kind of nervous. 100 yeah, bucks. 100 bucks. This is it. Right, right, right. I tell you what. Right. I tell you what, Chaz. If you'd like... I'll give you $25 right now. You don't even have to do the paper wide shot. You can have 25 bucks. Oh. Have 25 bucks of oh. free money or. Go for the 100, man. Okay. Oh, he's <laughs> no deal. Ray, Let's are, go. Are you ready, Ray? 
Yes, I'm ready. Where's one shot, wad? right? One oh, shot, one shot only. The paper wad's in his hand. I'll, uh, count, I'll count you down. Oh All right, three, gosh. two, uh, one, shoot. Oh, oh no. no! He hit the edge! Oh, he hit the edge! No. Oh. Oh. He came up short! Oh. He came up short! Honestly, that they don't was... realize how hard that is. Yeah, but that was the closest I think anybody's ever gotten oh, oh, no. to the trash can. Okay, I'll tell you what. Let's do the coin flip! Yeah. Okay, we'll coin flip. We'll give him one more chance. If he doesn't win this, though, Chaz, you don't win. Now, who calls it? Him or Ray? Chaz, do you want to call it? Call it heads or tails? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, I'll call it. What call it. it. To go with heads. Amy, right. I'm flipping onto the ground. Oh, my gosh. He calls heads for, oh, for $100. On, there it goes! Hey! Hey! done that if it wasn't a hundred dollar question uh the prize is courtesy of our friends at the op games congratulations they hook you up with a hundred bucks chaz you are a guy all right buddy hang on the phone we'll get you your prize okay hey can i say something real quick go for yeah. it you know those wind turbines you guys you you went and uh went and you climbed up yeah i bailed those chaz 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 all right chaz is our winner on yesterday's show, Amy told the story about an answer falling right out of the sky. She was talking about how she's going through the situation in life right now. And basically, a guy was putting letters up on a board mm-hmm. and the letters N and O fell in front of your feet. Yeah. And you went, well, there's letters my decision. Letters fell yes. down yeah. and N and O rolled in front of me. So many listeners called and wanted to talk about this yesterday. So I have a couple of them on now. This is Angela in Georgia who has called us. Angela, good morning. Good morning. You heard Amy talk about the letters N and O falling in front of her feet. What do you think about that? So I want to say I totally 100% um, believe in signs from God. And the reason why I say this is because I foster dogs with a local adoption agency here in Augusta. And I had a dog that I absolutely fell in love with. I wanted to keep this dog. I didn't want anybody to have this dog. Um, and my husband said that if I kept this dog, I would have to stop fostering because we just didn't have the space for another dog besides the one that we had open. Um, so I said internally, I was like, please just give me a sign so I know what to do. And um, I was scrolling through Facebook. And literally after I said that, there was a meme that somebody had posted on Facebook. And the meme was a picture of God. And it said, no, in big letters. And then underneath, dogs are expensive. <laughs> So I took that as my sign that I needed to let this dog get adopted by another family and just continue fostering. Interesting. I, I wonder mean, if Facebook fed her that, though, because they can hear her talk about dogs. Oh, so is it a <laughs> sign from husband. God or a sign from Zuckerberg? <laughs> yeah. uh, listen, we're not debating if signs from God exist. It's Amy had the letters N-O fall at her feet. Like, is that such an extreme example of you just going, I'm looking for anything to point me in a direction? Versus someone telling you. A we direction. definitely know it had nothing to do with like Facebook spying on me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, you know, I mean, it just happened. Nobody could control those letters rolling in front of me. What about any other letters? Any other letters fall down? Yeah, but they weren't near the N and the O. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I think you wanted the answer to be no. Therefore, you looked for a no. Well, there wasn't a Y E S. But I, th- my <laughs> po- my opinion is you were looking for something to affirm your no. And you you weren't really it. looking though, right, Amy? No, I was. I happened to be thinking about it in the moment, mm-hmm. 
And then I saw the no. Angela, thank you for the call. We appreciate that story. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. Uh, Janine in North Dakota is on the phone. I am a breast cancer survivor, and I have coronary artery disease with heart stents. And I was facing a nine-and-a-half-hour surgery, and we had just had a death in the family, like on my husband's side or relative. So they, you know how they say deaths come in threes? So then I was starting to worry about my surgery because I knew with my heart disease and everything going on. And I was sitting in the Wendy's drive-thru and waiting for our food, and a wet, a white feather landed on the hood of my car and just swirled around, swirled, 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 and then it it just landed right in front of me. So it was like, that was my sign that everything was going to be okay and not to worry. Hmm. That one I believe. I like Amy's that. I don't know about. What? Hers I'm feeling what? a little bit. You're just some guy dropping a couple letters. That's like a. That's like a. But he could. But that's like he, an angel feather. Right. Yeah. But do you know he could have dropped a Y, an E, and S, or maybe even a Y and an S, and Are I could sure like take a leap. Are you sure that it wasn't a zero? Like an N and a zero. No, it was an N. And, oh. Okay. Uh, that's a great story, Janine. Thank you for sharing that with us, and and congratulations. You survived. You're good, huh? Well, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm good. It's my last surgery, and everything's going good. Okay, well, thank you for sharing that story with us. I believe yours, not Amy's, <laughs> just for the record. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. An 11-year-old boy in New York is this year's ASPCA Kid of the Year because of his efforts to help socialize shelter dogs. His name's Evan. He has a passion to help these dogs get adopted, and he reads to them regularly. He's 11. He goes and reads to the dogs. He goes, he allows the dogs to become more comfortable with humans. Therefore, when humans come in, they're not flipping out, which make the humans go, I don't know if I want this dog. Right. Because if you go in, a dog's like, ah! You're like, I don't know, but we need a calmer dog. But the kid goes in all the time, reads to them, pets them, hangs out with them. I love that. And so he was named Kid of the Year by the ASPCA. Quote, it really makes me feel good, but it also makes me want to do so much more. That's a pretty cool story. If you're a dog guy like me, that's pretty awesome. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening, friends? Hit us up. 877-77-BOBBY. That's our phone number. 877-77-B-O-B-B-Y. Bobby's Big Stories. I'm going to give you a Dancing with the Stars recap last night. Spoiler alert in five seconds. Four, three, two, <laughs> one. Uh, last night, the semifinalists were named on Dancing with the Stars and eliminated was Jimmy. Oh, oh no. What in the world? Yeah, Jimmy and Emma Slater, they didn't score very well. They were put in the bottom three. They were not saved. So, Dang. yeah, so Jimmy is is off of Dancing with the Stars, so we will not be talking with him Monday about that. Oh. Hopefully, though, he wins Best New Artist tomorrow night at the CMAs. Well, they got to give it to him now, right? Well, I don't know not that connected, connected that especially, <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, that's what's up. So there's that first one. We're back now for those that turned off for the spoiler. Uh, Travis Scott's refunding tickets to Astroworld attendees and paying funerals for the people that died. It says Travis Scott stepping up to help the families of those who lost their lives. He's offered to cover any and all funeral costs for the eight victims out of his own pocket. He's given full refunds to all attendees. 
feel like he's doing this because he knows he's probably in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Listen, I'm glad he's doing it, but it's probably reactive, right? Mm. Well, yes. But he certainly doesn't have to pay for the funeral, so it's very nice. Mm. I mean... <laughs> I don't know. Just watching those guys say, hey, man, you stopped the show, and he didn't stop the show. Mm-hmm. That's a tough thing to watch. Yeah. Especially, oh, I know. Especially it's after you knew what had happened. You know, so yes, hindsight is in play here. Yeah, if I was the family members or friends of those people, I'd be like, okay, thanks, dude. A little late, but yeah. Houston Police Chief Troy Finner says that Travis Scott was aware of safety concerns before he hit the stage. In a statement on social media, Finner says he met with the rapper ahead of his Friday performance saying, I express my concerns regarding public safety and that in my 31 years of law enforcement experience, I have never seen a time with more challenges facing citizens of all ages. And this includes a global pandemic and social tension through the nation. This also feels like a story where they're just getting out ahead of it, too, going, hey, we're going to say we told them so we don't get sued as well. Yeah. I know. I wondered when I saw that, like, how common it is if there is a big festival for the police to have a pre-meet. I mean, obviously, they know the systems they need in play, but do they actually meet with the artists and, like, hey, this is— They probably meet with the artist people. Okay. I mean, you have to hire Mm -hmm. security, and you have to hire that— you know, structure to make sure the place is safe. Yeah. There are a lot of cops that are, I mean, when we had Bobby Fest in two different cities. We have cops that we pay for to be there. Yeah. But it just sounds like everybody's trying to get out ahead of it because they could also be pulled into this lawsuit by folks. Here's a story that I always go, well, this ain't true. But this year, I guess it did happen. A Florida girl, eight years old, cut her mouth on Friday after she bit into a mini 100 grand chocolate bar that she got from Halloween and discovered it had an X-Acto blade inside of it. Oh, no. What? Have I tried to tell you? That. You say it every year, and there are millions of bags <laughs> of candy. The odds are point oh 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 one percent But I am going to read this because, yes, it did happen this year. The girl had gotten a piece of tampered Halloween candy while trick-or-treating with her family. The girl's mother said the candy bar had been sealed and wrapped before her daughter opened it. That part's crazy. Do you think it was in the factory? Ooh, no. I don't either. It's easy to rewrap things. But a 100 grand chocolate bar? Yeah, yeah I think I could figure it that? out. No, you just carefully open it up, slide it out, and then when you put it back together, you just do a little bit of glue. And now we figured out who yeah. can actually blade candy on Amy, the show. how do you yeah. know all that? <laughs> <laughs> and finally, data from the National Census of Fatal Occupational Injuries has been released. By sheer numbers, drivers, loggers, and fishermen have the most fatal accidents. By straight percentage... The most dangerous job in the U.S. is being president. Right? Uh-huh. Really? It? Yes, because military. they never get either, hurt. Hold on, let me explain it to you. If there have only been forty-five presidents, and you have a couple that have, that are dead, mm-hmm. being, and you have a couple that died in office, you're looking at you know ten percent of all presidents. Um, okay, so that's a numbers thing. And it means dead. assassinated. Yeah. No, not well, no, all. Some or died stress. In like, yeah. how did how did some other die? What's up? Some others died in office uh-huh. other ways? Bad water early. <laughs> Way early. Yeah, but I'm saying. Someone died of bad water. Yeah, of course. You, oh. you should do your, we talked about it on the show. You should do a little research on your presidents. Ah. How's I'm, Harry Potter? Did you finish? No, nah, man. I'm, oh. 
<laughs> we have to, hey Scuba, we have to come up with some sort of punishment for him to finish his Harry Potter series. Yeah, I'm down for it. Yeah, because he's had plenty of time to do it. He's had, he was at home for two weeks for paternity leave. Hold on, hold on. So he had when, time you to act watch like it. When I'm at home, I'm just hanging out. Well, technically, you're not supposed to work on paternity leave. Exactly. So Thank if you. I was representing Boom. Lunchbox, I would say that's not a valid time to. Oh, watch. but I didn't say that. But now is valid. Well, Scuba Steven did. And he also had the time leading up to it. He left yeah. the day he was supposed to do his quiz. Oh no, he's had plenty of time, yes. Amy, and I do I think there Amy, should be punishment. Just, no, there's no punishment. So we'll figure it out. No, you can't. You can't miss a, a an assignment because you, you had when, to leave for two weeks. I know. When when you miss a test, guess what? You set schedule a make, makeup day, mm. and you go in and you take the test. Okay. Okay, we'll make it up. Make, what's the date? The makeup date will be what's today? Tuesday. Thursday will give you the quiz for the next movie. Oh boy. Okay. Wow. And so, if he doesn't, we have a shot of hot. No, there ain't no chance. We do, right? <laughs> a shot of hot rum. My mouth is still no. not right. Amy, Amy, are you with me? That's not a, that's not fair. I know. All right, that's the news. <laughs> Those were Bobby's big stories. You can leave us a voicemail at any time, day or night. 877-77-BOBBY. If you call now, we'll probably answer the phone. But if we're not on the air live, you can leave a voicemail like this one. And this is... Actually, we were talking about people stopping their shows whenever something happens in the crowd mm-hmm. because of Travis Scott stuff. I didn't even think about this. Here's a message someone left last night. You performed at Cheyenne Frontier Days and sang to me on stage. And when someone went down in the huge crowd, which is upwards of tens of thousands of people, you stopped your set with Eddie and made sure that people got help in the crowd. And that was hundreds of people deep, and you could see them from the stage. And on top of that, when someone had a shooting threat at one of your comedy shows, you just sat down on stage. Travis Scott could have done a lot more at his concert. I didn't think about how I have reacted in those situations. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Eddie and I were playing, and we didn't know what was going on. So we just shut it down. We were like, all right, fix this, because we didn't know. And we didn't know, so we shut it down. The same thing with Travis Scott. Like, they were coming out. Even if he didn't know, he could have been like, let's hold on a second and figure out what's up. Heck, in Massachusetts, I was doing a comedy show, and someone yells, I'll shoot you. And I was like, all right, stop the show. And I just sat down on the stage. I don't want to get shot, but also I didn't want to leave the stage and not get paid. (laughs) But, But the cops came in. It was a whole situation. But that was just instinctual for me to go, if something ain't right out there, something's not right up here. So maybe that's why I'm so triggered by watching that clip of those guys going out to him and, you're so, and him not stopping yeah. because yeah. my natural reaction, especially in these two situations where we need to take care of what's happening out there because we these are like my people. And they, then again, we do have hindsight, but I'm not even basing this on hindsight now. I've actually had a couple of situations myself. Thank you for that call. Now I'm re-triggered again. I just get so <laughs> upset that people died because he didn't stop the next show. And they said, hey, dude, something's going on out there. And he was like, no, let's keep the show going. Take a couple deep breaths. Let me move to another call. Uh, Play the next one, Ray. Morning, studio. Wondering if Eddie was going to put his Santa inflatable back up for Christmas. Oh, absolutely. When does it go up? After Thanksgiving. I mean, it's that's a firm rule in my house. We cannot get too Christmassy before Thanksgiving. So, yes, it's going up, though. I don't know if we're going to keep it through next year, though. Like We're not going to do all that again. I won't spoil anything. But I'm just giving you a heads up. I'm going to mention Yellowstone. We avoided spoilers like the plague. And so we got to the show. Nothing was spoiled. We dialed in and watched both episodes. Uh, have you seen them yet? Not yet. Okay. So don't worry. I'm not you. You know, I'm not going to slip and let you know anything. Okay. I haven't slipped in a long time. Mm-hmm. 
sometimes though. But if I do, it's accident. Okay, but I'm not. There's not going to be an accident. But we watched Yellowstone last night. It was great. It was what I hoped it would be. Meaning, we waited a year for this dang show. Longer than that. And so on the back porch, we kind of have a setup now. We have lights over the top of us. We have the fire and the fireplace on. It's like that perfect time of year here where you can go outside and you can just hang out and it ain't too cold and it ain't too hot. Yeah. And when it starts to get a little chilly, you just turn the fire up a little bit. Yeah, and there's you no mosquitoes. A, you put a blanket over you. Mm-hmm. So we, we watched Yellowstone for two hours last night. My favorite part of the show was at the end when I'm just kidding. Uh, you're about to slip. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, but it was great. It was a great two episodes. And I posted on Instagram of just the vibe last night. And it's Caitlin laying on the couch. There's a fire. The TV. We just had the TV set up out there. Was Looks the reason nice. we got it. Yeah, thanks. And Stanley, the bulldog, is there beside me. And Stanley, like, yawns. And everybody's like, where's Eller? Why are you mistreating Eller? Why is she out on the porch? She's in the house. If she gets out, she runs away. She's still barely a year old. But everybody started accusing us of animal abuse. Oh, boy. Why? I don't get it. Because Stanley was getting to hang out with us and while Eller, and was Eller wasn't in there. the house. But I just started deleting them because it was people on the internet are so dumb. That's almost psychotic. Yes, it is psychotic. <laughs> and Caitlin's like, why are people doing this on the internet? People are like, uh, let me just ask where Ella is because we haven't heard anything about her in a long time. Yeah, she's on the other side of the glass watching us from inside because she just ran out across the highway. You about don't even two have to say ago. all that. Like oh. none of your business. Speaking about me getting triggered, yes, I know. But then Caitlin starts to read it and she's like, this is doing the same thing. She's like, why, why are people being like this? So anyway, our dog's fine. We have two dogs. They're great. One of them gets to hang out free to roam and one doesn't right now. Great. Because one will run off. Hmm. Which we just had an episode about a week ago. So that was it. But Yellowstone was great. They did show at the very first of the first episode of season four, the Tim McGraw version. They showed a a scene from it inside the show. Is Is that a prequel? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 1883. It's basically the Dutton's. Like grandfather or great grandfather mm-hmm. back in the day. Very cool. And what's cool is there's a there's a part of the show and Tim McGraw's on a horse and he's he's on his land and there are these Native Americans that are now on Tim McGraw's land and he's like, Why are they on our land? And he goes and talks to them. And I just kept waiting for him to bust an Indian outlaw. Like oh. part of me was ready for Tim McGraw to be like, I'm an Indian outlaw. It wasn't Tim though. He's I a know, but I was I saw Tim McGraw with some Mar- <laughs> so uh, but it look it looks really good and you forget Tim McGraw's a really good actor. Yeah. He's really good. And his beard's awesome. I don't know if that's a real beard or not, but his beard's like thick. It's I like, think it is because he was doing TikToks. It's just oh, robust. Yeah. Um, Maybe they added some extensions. Maybe. But the 1883 teaser features Sam Elliott, Tim McGraw, and Faith Hill in a Yellowstone prequel. So here you go. This is a 15-second clip. I heard a thousand stories, but none could describe this place. The road west is filled with failures. It was a dream. And the dream is coming true. So it premieres December 19th. Heck, that show almost quicker to get on than the original yeah. show. Good for Tim and Faith, both in it. Yeah. By the way, I didn't know Faith was an actress. Me neither. Has she done movies? I don't know. <laughs> I had no idea. And I'm assuming she's a pretty prominent role in this. But I didn't know Faith was... You know, I, maybe it's actor. Everybody's an actor now. There's yeah, no such thing actor. as actor or actress. But yeah, I didn't really know that Faith Hill was was an actress. So, or, or, sorry, actor. <laughs> so good for her. We went for dinner last night. Kayla made um, not quinoa. What's the other thing that sounds Couscous? like that? That that also is a funny Couscous name. Couscous is good. We didn't have. What? You didn't have my fajitas. It's yeah. like quinoa. So you're gonna have that for lunch today. Possibly. When does that expire? 
three three days, four yeah, days. Private today then. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. It's, let's it's see. a grain. It's kind of like a pasta. Oh, gnocchi. Oh, gnocchi. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I and knew it. Lentils. I knew it was one of those weird sounding words. Oh, yeah. She made. They're very different, but yeah. Isn't that a TV show? What? Noki? Loki. 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 My bad. Carry yeah. on. Noki with chicken. Mm-hmm. Put a little goat cheese on it. Yum. Mm. Excellent last night. <laughs> she cooks a lot in the air fryer, which is just MVP of our kitchen. Yes. Because she puts down some parchment paper, cooks it inside of it, doesn't have to clean it, throws the paper away, makes great food. But I was reading a story about an air fryer where this college student took her Costco air fryer and she accidentally put it on a heated stove. Oh. And then it exploded. Ooh. And so... When I first read the headline, I thought, well, yeah, duh. If you put something on top of a, a stove, it, it, I thought the story was going to say, watch out for air fryers. Like, yeah. bad news for air fryers. Be, yeah, it might catch but fire. Mo- mostly the story is, she's an idiot. <laughs> okay. She didn't know this. <laughs> but yeah, that's the situation. Her name is Abby. She's 20. She was making hash brown in her air fryer that she brought at, uh, bought at Costco. She put it on top of the electric stove, turned the stove on. What? Didn't mean to. It caused the air fryer to combust. Destroying both it and the stove. Yeah. Firefighters had to come. No one was injured. Oh, man. Ooh. I mean, that's scary. Okay, so I assume she might have one of those because college, like you have one of those ovens. It's like flat. You don't know that it's on. And if your air fryer is covering it, the only way you know if you press the button it's on is it turns bright red. Is it like a convection oven? Is that what they call that? It's an electric oven, but like it's a flat surface. Yeah. And then you can't really tell that it's hot or turned on unless it's... I mean, I guess if you're not paying attention to the knobs or whatever, unless it's bright red. But if you have a huge air fryer covering it, you don't know it's bright red. I see how this happened. That stinks that firefighters had to come. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's real deal. Why did the firefighters have to come to your house? That's a funny segment. Oh, I <laughs> As long as the call's not like our house burned down and we lost everything. Right. Like, we're trying to keep it light, have a little fun here. Because that's happened. But what happened at your house where the fire they showed up at the fire truck? Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, boy. That happened to you? Yeah, when I was in seventh grade and my mom was out of town and I had boys over and I wasn't supposed to. And I think that they, it was a hot Texas summer day. And I guess maybe they were smoking. They swear this isn't what happened. I wasn't smoking, but they flicked a cigarette, I think, on the roof and we had a wooden shingles and it caught fire. All I know is we, so a neighbor came and knocked on my door and was like, Your house is on fire. And we've called 911. Fire truck showed up. The only room that was damaged in my entire house was my mom's room mm. because it was the uh, the room like right above her room. I mean, water damage galore because oh. the firefighters had to do, put it out. It was awful. She got all new carpet, paint, clothes, everything. Smoke damage it was all. I mean, it's awful. And it was all. Yeah, uh, it was the Lord. My mom said she prayed that if we did anything we weren't supposed to, that she would know about it. <laughs> And she did. Yeah, she, she did. did. She's <laughs> like, answer to prayer. This story's from the New York Post. I saw it on Twitter. This four-year-old girl burned a hole in her tongue after eating Warheads, the sour oh. candy. Oh. She ate a bunch of them. And so they're, they're reminding people that on the label, it talks about the acidity of this candy. And so she went to the cupboard. She got her brother's Warheads, ate 10 of them, oh. and then started crying about her tongue. And so her mom was like, holy crap. They rushed her to the doctor. The doctor said there's not much that they could do because that acid was already in play that the the wound would have to heal. But oh. it burned a hole. Ba- ba- I can't even look at the picture. Oh, my goodness. Like through her tongue. Dentists have warned that sour sweets can be hazardous for young kids. But 10 at once, I think even specialists would know better. 
You yeah. wouldn't if you're four. You just like the candy, so you keep eating them. Burn the hole all the way through your tongue. That's like that super sour thing that we tried here. Like the talking most like this, my sour <laughs> candy in the world. If we had kept it in a long time, could it have burned us? Yeah, but we wouldn't eat in 10 at a time. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it, too. Mm-hmm. That she was just rocking them. Woo. Uh, there's that story I wanted to mention. And then also, I wanted to grab some calls about the fire department showing up at your house. Uh, this is Lauren, who is calling us right now from Arkansas. Lauren, what's happening? Hi, good morning, studio. Morning. morning. So, uh, about a month ago, I cooked my son a waffle in the microwave. Well, when I left the room, he put it back in the microwave, and I guess tried to cook it longer. I come out of the bathroom, my whole house is filled with smoke. So, I call 911. 911 comes flying in my driveway. My four-year-old's like, am I going to jail? <laughs> and he knew what he had done wrong. So, um, the fire department runs in. They run back out. The, I'm like, do y'all smell it? Do y'all see it? They're like, yeah, what were you doing when we it, when you started seeing it? And I was like, nothing, brushing my teeth. So they come back out with a paper plate with a waffle on it. What, was it, it the paper the plate? Tried to cook it. Yeah, it was the paper plate, right? They caught on fire? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm assuming yes. you didn't put it on the paper plate. And then he tried to recook it and put it on the paper plate. Is that right? Yes. I've never, yes, I've never been so embarrassed in my life. <laughs> I've done the fork accidentally before. Oh, the metal oh, fork. Metal and you there? see it. You go, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that stinks because inside that little box, a flame flies out. Yeah, when the fire department comes, it gets a lot more serious. Did they ever charge you, Lauren? Did they ever send you a bill or anything? No. That's good. No, they didn't. Did your son go to jail by any chance? No, yeah, good. <laughs> probably should have. They should have probably taught him a lesson. <laughs> should have. Scared straight. <laughs> Lauren, thank you for the call. Hope you have an awesome day. All right, you too. Thank right, you. Bye-bye. Danielle is on the show. Let's go talk to Danielle. Hi, Danielle. Good morning. Good morning. What's studio? going on? Oh, morning. 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 That was weird. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, one-fourth of July, it was probably a couple years ago, and uh, about a month prior to that, we had a pretty bad storm that rolled through and did a lot of tree damage. So my dad has a lot of, my parents have a lot of trees on their land. So they gathered up all the branches and everything, put it in a big pile and let it dry out. And my dad decided on the fourth, we were going to light a bonfire. We live in the country. So it's not like we have neighbors super close to us. But then um, as soon as he lit it on fire, instead of a little bit at a time, he did the whole thing. And the people that live behind us got so worried that the fire department, they called the fire department who came flying down our road and circling the fire and spraying all around it to make sure it doesn't spread anywhere. And Oh, they were doing fire the control. Thing. They didn't just show up and go, oh, never mind. They were actually controlling the fire. Yeah, they were like, we're going to spray the perimeter and make sure it doesn't spread. And what did your dad say to those neighbors? Nothing. They've known each other since they've lived there, so I guess they were just worried. He didn't like go over there and shake a fist or anything. I think I might be a little irritated if I was just having a bonfire and the neighbors called the fire department. Mind your own business. A little bit. Maybe they didn't know. They just saw the smoke and the flames. And I'm assuming everything was okay. Nothing caught on fire. Yeah, no. Nothing caught on fire. Everything's good. But it was a massive fire. Thank you, Danielle, for the call. Yeah, it sounds like it was a little bigger than they hoped. (laughs) Danielle, thank you. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. Brandon in Louisiana, you're on the show. Good morning, Brandon. Hey. Good morning. Good morning, studio. Morning. So, um, I was fostering a dog, um, and it was actually the first night I had just brought her home, and I was hanging out and whatever, and I set all of her treats and toys and stuff up on the counter, and um, went to bed that night, and woke up around 2 a.m. to smoke all in the house, um, and had to call the fire department. I ran back in to, like, make sure the foster dog and my other dog had gotten out, um, but... 
fire department showed up, came in. Um, they had to spray down, like, my stove area because whenever she had jumped on the counter to try and get her treat, she cut the stove on. Oh, she hit and, the stove. Um, and lit some things on fire around it. Oh Lucky the whole gosh. house didn't burn down. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. really fortunate. Yeah, they, uh, the fire department said it was, it was kind of lucky that they were actually in the area because I live far out. Yeah. And um, it was a volunteer fire department, so um, usually they don't respond that quickly, and it was I was lucky they did. Did the dog ever get adopted? That's what I'm thinking about, <laughs> the foster dog. Um, actually, no. Um, it's been about six months now, and the dog still has not got adopted. I don't have the dog anymore. Mm. Um, I gave it back to the original foster home um, after the incident. So Well... I hate to hear that. Oh. I do like to hear that your house didn't burn down, though. <laughs> Keep it out real Poor quick. Dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, thank you for the call, Brandon. I hope you have an awesome morning. Thank you, Bobby. All right, see you later. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Texas. A man was outside a Whataburger, and he's like, hey, guys, check out my gun. Check out my gun. And when he was handling it, boom, and hit the man, shot himself in the arm. Yeah. Any story that begins with check out my gun. <laughs> And in a, any parking lot. It's not going to end well. It's not going to end well. But the number one rule, too, is if you want someone to check out your gun, make sure your safety is on. The number one rule is if you have a gun, you don't need someone checking it out. Especially at 3 a.m. You need oh. to just have the gun for the reason that you're going to have the gun, not to be checked out, not to show off that you have a gun. You know, you never will see me. Eddie, check this out. Right. Mm-hmm. Look at, check out the shotgun. Unless you just bought it and there's yeah. nothing in there. But in a parking lot of a But it wouldn't burger? be a Whataburger 3 a.m. parking lot. <laughs> True. <laughs> Probably not. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Carol Baskin is claiming she's in a secret support group for celebrities traumatized by fame, but she won't reveal any of the other members. Well, good for her. If she is in this group, you shouldn't. Yeah, it should be anonymous. Celebrity fame anonymous. Yeah. Carol Baskin, who we forget, has been accused of killing her husband. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. I don't think she did. I don't think she, like, meat processed her husband and he's hiding. Un- I don't. But she still was married to someone that disappeared. Yeah, but he also had financial means to disappear and mm-hmm. kind of a reason to, right? Yeah. If you were betting money on Carol Baskin's husband. What about him? What do you think happened to him? You yeah. Have to, you have to bet money on it. She didn't kill him. I don't think so either. I couldn't put money on that at this moment. So she's on this podcast and she said that that show became such a big hit that someone reached out to her and said, I have this group of celebrities, and we meet, or before COVID, would meet, and they met once a week, they all get together, they talk about what it was like to live their lives. Oh. Heck, I think that's needed. Yeah, that's helpful. Oh, for sure. And she didn't really want to be a celebrity, remember? It was just a documentary, and she was the subject on it. Mm. And her, and she was so controversial that she had so many people, <laughs> yes, yeah, saying she's a murderer. It's crazy. But also that she was mistreating the cats, right, too. Right, right. Now I feel bad for Carol Baskin. <laughs> Again, I don't know who to believe. Do you believe Carol Baskin's a, in, in the story of life? Do you believe she is a, a villain or a hero? A hero? Yeah. Yeah, she 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 takes care of these cats. Did it wasn't there like a lot of controversy about how she takes care of the cats? Yes, uh, the, the the conditions of the cats and the cages and everything are really subject to like ah she's mistreating the animals. I think she's a villain in life. Oh. Wow. Absolutely. What do you think? Eddie? I miss. I mean, she was definitely painted as a villain. So as the storyline goes, she's a villain. I think I'm gonna lean with hero. Mm-hmm. I think her heart is in a great place, even if not everything has 
been done exactly as it should. I think she's done more good than bad, which I think is the goal, right? Net gain positive. Sure. But let's not forget, remember OJ came out and said, like, for sure she killed her husband. Why do we believe in OJ? Because well, he, he has mean, experience. You know, but <laughs> dude knows what he's talking about. Why do we believe in OJ? Yeah. <laughs> But he Carol- wants to do somebody else get blamed for murder. Well, yeah. The more people that are blamed, the less it takes. <laughs> on- <laughs> yeah. There's only so much blame to go around. Misery loves company. Uh, so Carol Baskin back in the news as Tiger King 2 is about to come out. All right. Thank you, guys. We will be back tomorrow. Have a great rest of the day. See you Wednesday, friends. The Bobby Bone Show.